Hey out there, it's June 13th, 2018, and this is episode 14 of Video Games Were a Mistake. We're back, we're in the midst of E3, it's getting crazy, I'm here with Ian Boudreaux. Hello everybody. We are down a man, because we have an on-site at the event. Yeah, we have a, we, we have a uh, remote reporter, really, I mean... Uh, this, this was a planned uh, planned absence. Yeah, planned absence. So, so Jer- Jermaine is is at E3 experiencing the wonder. Um, yeah, and what the, a good. I think he picked a good Los year Angeles. to go. Um, I think so. Yeah, unless you hate video games, which he doesn't. I uh, guess that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, uh, if yeah, you do, no, it's, 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 it's you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. To something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Get out now, flee, because it ain't. Yeah, you're in for a bad time. So, what have you been playing? What have uh, you been up to? You been doing anything interesting in real life? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's actually been uh, super nice weather-wise here. So, I've been uh, I've been getting outside and uh, basically, uh, you know, the the kind of lawn and garden stuff that has kind of gone neglected for a while. But um, that's always fun. But uh, on the inside, yeah, I've been back into the uh, the Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, I guess we'll be talking about um, Odyssey coming up here in a little bit, probably. But um, but uh, yeah, just be, based on the strength of the uh, of uh, you know, the leaks and um, the uh, the uh, finally the official announcement of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, I decided, man, I, I really got to chip away at Origins some more. I'm glad that I have because that game is pretty strong, I think. So, uh, and you've played through that, haven't you? Yep, I love that game. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I really think it's like the most fun I've had with. I mean, I like Assassin's Creed, but it's the most fun I think I've had just consistently moment to moment. Because mm-hmm. um, there's always just something to do. And I, I'm down. Um, uh, it says I've got like 44% completion right now, and I've just finished off Memphis. So I'm heading, uh, cutting west across the desert to that next town, and uh, there's all kinds of crazy p- pyramid stuff that you kind of get into in the mm-hmm. interim there. That's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel so. like when we finished that game, we were at like 67% completion. So like okay. a good yeah. third of that game is, you know, side stuff and you know, exploring the dens of the predators and all of that stuff. That game is, it's beautiful. I'm very excited for them to it announce is. another one. Um, that's and awesome. I'm just a, the 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 environments are just so great. I mean, it, the whole world is it's just fantastically mm-hmm. beautiful, which makes me very excited about what they're going to do in um, ancient in Peloponnesian War era Greece. Yeah, um, and it's obviously huge. The, that game is enormous. huge. It's so big, um, enormous. Yeah, absolutely crazy. The scale of it. I mean. You get on a camel or a horse and you start heading across the desert and it really kind of strikes you how gigantic it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, it, that's been fun, I think. And it's got that almost uh, Witcher 3 level of probably more uh, density mm-hmm. in terms of stuff that you can do. And um, I think, you know, with Ubisoft, there's this kind of a, there's a little itch that can kind of show up in your brain when you see the map. And all the little icons with you know question marks to explore and side quests to do, and you kind of do have to take that Witcher three 
approach, which is like, you can't do all of it. Yeah. And when you kind of let go of that, I think it makes it a lot better. I mean, I'm not going to go back to Alexandria and do level 13 quests at level 26, you know, like it's, it's silly. So it's a little, and with the, yeah, it's kind of over it. So, um, but I'm looking forward to the DLC too. Um, so uh, it's based on some of the stuff that's happened in the last probably five or 10 hours, uh, with how nutty it gets. Uh, I'm really looking forward to them really just going full on bananas with the, uh, like, um, uh, basically the, <laughs> the DLC that has you fighting gods and things like that. So, yeah, that, uh, it, it gets wild. Uh, the DLC for that game yeah. gets real, real crazy. Real um, good, good. Which I is like sweet. when they do that. It's yeah, good. yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Um, take you outside. Like I want a little. I want a little something different. Give me something that's different. You know that brings me back. But you know, give me a little taste of something that I didn't get the first go around. Yep. And I mean, the other thing too is, I mean, if you're going to be spending sixty hours or forty hours or a hundred hours. Uh, in a game world, I mean, it's cool to have that connection to history, but you don't really need to maintain the same tone all the way through, I don't think. And it's good not to, to mm-hmm. vary things up. So I think uh, Origins does that very well. I so. agree. That game's just yeah. sweet. It's it's, it's good. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. How about so, yourself, man? You uh, you been playing anything? Yeah. So I've, uh, I've been playing some small VR things. I've kind of continued the VR um experience uh i played um catch and release which is yeah the fishing game for vr currently um it it's kind of like so uh, so fishing strikes for uh for you know what no it is it's it's definitely not that so it's not it is maybe the exact opposite of the fishing strikes experience. Um, okay. Whereas fishing strikes is the, you know, the dragon ball Z um, epic battle of fishing games. Uh, this is more the, uh, I would say more like the journey of fishing games. Um, it's much slower. Okay. That's uh, cool. It's actually yeah. what I would hope that a fishing game is in VR, right? Like, I mean, it, it basically like drops you on a boat and, uh, you have like a, a cooler and, you know, a tackle box and you're just on a lake and you just kind of float around and, you know, cast and catch fish. And it's super quiet. And um, it's wild. The company that made it, uh, their main thing is they do video game trailers. Like, so they use video yeah. game in engine, um, like video game engines to make trailers. So they make they made a battlefield trailer. They're, they're famous for that. So um, yeah, they so the vertical slice stuff, or not even, mm-hmm. but the pre-rendered stuff for, for exactly um, yeah for trailer. Yeah, okay. So then they made this fishing game, which I don't know how they. I mean, okay, <laughs> but it's cool. It's, it's good. a it's a bit of a left turn. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I like it, and it's good because it's seated, and you just kind of it's a very. A lot of like VR stuff demands so much of your attention that it's almost like exhausting. It's kind of tiresome. You know, you kind of get into VR and you're like, oh, God, okay." Like you really have to be in the right mindset for it. Whereas this thing, you just kind of throw it on and you just play it for 30 minutes and you're like, "Okay, I'm good. And Mm -hmm. you just sit there. That Um, sounds actually, yeah, really good. (laughs) It's really chill. I I like it a lot. Um, And then continuing the VR experience 
Uh, I recently um, uh, tried out Firebird the Unfinished, uh, which is... is it, yeah, what is yeah. this? Because I've never heard of this at all. So uh, my, and I, I think I've said this before, like other than Fallout and like those sort of, you know, just because of how big in scope that thing is, it's made by um, the company that made La Perry, um, which is a company called Interspace VR. And what they do, so La Perry is um, uh, like a ballet performance that you sort of okay. sit in um, and uh, it just happens around you. Um, and it's just sort of like an experience. It's not really a game. I mean, there is there's sort of interactive elements. Like there's a part where you're kind of catching a thing with your with your weird surrealistic um, box or whatever. But the mm. coolest part of it is that it puts you inside. So what they did is they they mocapped actual ballet dancers, um, and then they made them into these like um, glowing god looking figures right and they're just sort of like that dancing really around cool. you yeah. it's it's really neat it's it's very short you know it's like 15 minutes um la perry is i think firebird i'm trying to it's a little bit longer it felt longer um but i would probably put it in the 15 to 30 minute like uh experience thing it's cheap i mean i, I think it's a couple of dollars you know i think you can have both of them they're on a bundle for under 10 bucks um but I, I will say that that is the stuff that sells you hardest on VR and is easily the most, um, the easiest to sort of hook somebody on why VR is important is like put them in something like that. that and makes... They don't have to like video games to enjoy it. As a, um... Yeah. And I think, I feel like, you know, a lot of the, um, I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, you go into a VR game and they're kind of throwing a lot at you trying to leverage everything that VR can do at once. Mm -hmm. um, whereas you really don't need a whole lot going on for the, you know, the experience to really sell. I mean, like you said, you know, if you're sitting in a boat mm -hmm. and just kind of able to look around the lake a little bit, I mean, I feel like that's probably a more, um, like you don't, need more than that to really like get why VR is cool. Like you don't have to be in a space station that just blew up. Yeah. Um, I think, I think people so. are starting to realize that. Right. I think that what they're starting mm -hmm. to get is that, you know what, maybe it doesn't have to be fallout. Maybe it can just be this very highly directed experience, um, that it puts you in and, yeah, uh, I enjoy like I and, and so the unfinished is a little bit different than um, La Perry, where this is uh, you're so the, the premise is that you're like this um, curator of a museum and um, the it's like the whole museum is dedicated to this sculptor. And the, the mm -hmm. you're there the night before the grand opening of the museum. And then like the sculptures come alive and they sort of tell a story. Um, it's yeah. really neat. And, and again, all like mo-capped ballet. And then the music is all like it's from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. It's just beautiful. It's, a, it's an incredible like visual. And it's just it's like being inside. I, I don't know. Like people say this like 
to sort of get across VR, but it is it is being inside of a ballet performance, you know, or like it's so cool, or like something yeah. like Fantasia, you know, like where it's a sort of I was just going to ask you, yeah, yeah exactly. it's we, that sort of thing, you know, you get that sort of feeling where you're, but instead of watching it on a screen, you're in it and it's just happening all around you and it's it's beautiful, it's a very pretty thing. Um, Anyway, those are short experience, I would but be down to check that out. Oh, it's yeah. it's incredible. So anybody who has a v- access to a VR headset or has a chance, they're really good in that you don't really need to own a VR. I mean, they're twenty minutes long, right? And so, and they, yeah, yeah, so they're virtually free. I think. It and- yeah, I think Firebird. The first one is four dollars, and Unfinished is five dollars. So I mean, you're okay, ten bucks, yeah. and you know, that's you know per hour. That's not a great rate, but. I think for what they are, they're absolutely stunning and everyone should, should try them out. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So and I think that's kind of, that also under underscores that I think there is a, a games online games retailer that was like posting like, okay, Hey, look, here's how cheap our games are. Here's the like per cost per hour breakdown, um, which I think is a dumb thing to, it's not a good metric for games. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. And yeah. So. Especially not for these because yeah, be they're experiences, yeah. right? Um, right. But yeah. what it makes you want is it makes you want like entire performances that you could watch. That's what it makes me want. Like I want mm-hmm. actual 3D camera ballet performances that I can watch in VR or like an opera or, you know, things like that because – Movies. So this is the thing with VR, and you know that I'm hoping will change. But people are like, "Oh, you can have a 900 inch TV," you know. And the problem mm-hmm. is the resolution in VR is not such that you would want to watch you a want, movie that way, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But watching like a ballet happening around you and being able to experience it sort of acts or something like that is that is something I would be into. So I hope that I really like what these guys are doing. I love that. I think that Interspace is like they're setting it. They're doing things that no one else is doing. And I think that mm-hmm. that is exactly what I want to happen in VR. <laughs> um, I wonder, I mean, would this be the kind of thing that you think would be available on, say, like Samsung Gear VR or Google's, um, it, you know, the, the lower yeah. end uh, kind of entry level stuff? I mean, because if you're not, if it's not demanding a whole lot of interaction mm-hmm. from you, like moving around, yeah, like that room scale stuff. I wish I it was. If, uh, I mean, I don't know offhand. I know that it's available on like all of the headsets, you know, so the Vive, okay. the Rift, and the mixed reality headsets. Um, okay. But I don't know if you could use a Gear VR or something like that. That that's a a good question. Um, but if not, it should be. I, yeah. um, they are three D rendered though. Like it is, okay. it is like it's something. not just streaming video of anything. Yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah but I have played. The... I have played stuff like that on the Gear VR. So I have yeah. touched things that were clearly like a three D. They're running in an engine, and you know you're not just looking at it. Um, it's not just a three yeah, D yeah. movie or something. So I don't. It's know. actually kind of amazing how powerful those things are because yeah. they're. I mean, they're on a phone or you know a smaller yeah. device like that. So. Well, anymore, like, uh, this is what I would say is I think that they're originally I thought that and then we'll kind of get off. I'll leave this with this thought, but off of VR. But I I think that originally I thought that there was no place for the standalone headset. 
You know, I was like, it needs to be mm-hmm. the full-fledged experience. It needs to be a vibe or nothing. You know, stop trying to like have muddy the waters with these $200, $100 headsets. Yeah. I am coming back around on that argument where I think that I, I think that the way VR needs to begin is with things like Firebird um, and like La Perry and the Unfinished and things like that on these standalone headsets because those will show people the power of the thing. Um, so mm-hmm. if they make these Oculus goes and, and you know, the, whatever the vibe standalone is and they will, and they put things like La Perry on it and just let people stand in it. People who don't play video games will buy them. Um, and yeah. that is yeah. when it becomes, a, if you remember, that's how everything becomes really big, <laughs> you know, like the Wii was big because people who didn't play video games bought it. Right. And yes. Yeah. That's how I think they make this work. Is they need to build? They went for the core audience a little too quick, I think, um, and they're That's, realizing think, that. And you know, yep. I mean, and you you did need something there to build on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get why they wanted to have the you know the Oculus, uh, the Rift out there, and the and the um, and the Vive, uh, just so that you know there's this kind of proof of concept stuff, at least a baseline, right? Where there's um, yeah. you know now we can have developers working on software specifically for these. Um, I mean, hopefully that means that we're going to see some full, fl- more full fledged stuff, um, coming out real soon, yep. um, which I think should be the time timetable, but, but yeah, I, I would like to see, you know, just an easier way to kind of just get some buy-in across mm-hmm. the whole scope. And I think that's, that's pretty cool, but yeah, yeah they're I, pivoting I'm, toward that. I'm interested so. to see these. Yep. Yeah. So. So the, in the meantime, I mean, this just sounds like a rad thing to sit in and, and uh, yeah. see. So I, I recommend it. I mean, if, if you've got $5 and a VR headset and 20 minutes, um, <laughs> it's it's well worth your time. Yeah. So um, the other thing uh, I've a been roller playing. Roller coaster ride. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other thing that I've been playing is a lot of, uh, I got into the beta for Magic Arena, um, which Ooh, is. Yeah. Yeah, it's the the newer client for Magic the Gathering. It's sort of like their answer to Hearthstone. Um, and they're sort of trying to mm-hmm. pivot their... So I don't want to talk about Magic too much, but so because we that's a that's a whole different kind of podcast. <laughs> but I saw some of the Discord uh, discussion. You guys, uh, we got some we got some Magic dorks yeah, in the Discord, so it, which is I mean, which is I mean, great. I so. used to own a Magic store. Like, come on, like uh, it's going to come out yeah, eventually. Yeah. Like the Magic <laughs> is one of those things that just once it's in you, it's in you, and you're it's you never get rid of it. So. Um, mm-hmm. but arena is what we always thought magic online should be. You know, it is very visually appealing. It's like Hearthstone. It works really well. It's in a closed environment though. Unlike magic online, because magic online, um, you, it, the cards are an actual digital good that you can trade and, and turn the, and they hold real value like real cards do because they mm-hmm. can be converted in certain ways into real cards. So you can sort of like turn in digital oh. cards and make, they will mail you real cards. Um, a physical card. That's amazing. Yeah. I had no idea that was going on. Yeah. That's amazing. So, I mean, that's, that's sort of been the, the premise of magic online forever is that, well, these have value and you can trade them and buy them and sell them the same way that real cards are because these, you could turn into real cards. Um, now, obviously there's some weirdness with the economy, but so, 
that's how Magic Online has sort of functioned, which also meant that boosters and Magic Online cost real money, you know, and like, it, yeah, you know, yeah. so to preserve the integrity of the game, they sort of did that. Now, what they're doing with Arena is they're going a completely different direction where it's the Hearthstone model, right? Like where you have card crafting and you have um, gems and, you know, it's sort of that free to play, you know, but the cards don't mm-hmm. translate into real cards anymore. Um Okay. I think it's a good move. I think that if they moved the entire model to that, I don't think people would be upset. You know, I think people participate in the economy piece of Magic Online because they have to, not because they really want to. Really, what people want is they just want to be able to play Magic on a computer. Um, Yeah, and I think being able to, like, there's some, like, when there's a, a financial connection to the collecting it changes things a little bit rather than, you know, just, I want to spend time in the game to unlock stuff. So yeah, I, I, that seemed, well, I mean, this is what we want now because Mm -hmm. I mean, hearthstone, yeah, that's the way that things are going to work from now on. Yep. Um, but yeah, so so it's good, but yeah, uh, it is a good version. I can, I can attest to that is a good version of magic. You kind of know if you like magic by now, I mean, the game's 20 something years old. So, um, yeah, you know, but if you want to play magic or you're interested at all in learning, it is a very good teaching tool. It's in closed beta now, but it's I mean, it'll be it's basically a finished product at this point. Um, mm-hmm. So there that is that it's good in terms of like aesthetics and like just animations mm-hmm. and things. How does it compare to, say, like some of the more recent duels of the Planeswalkers? Oh, it's it's uh, it's gotten- way better than all of that. Like, so it it is, if you compare it to all the like digital card games that are currently available, um, Mm -hmm. it is on par, if not better looking than Hearthstone. Um, And it is, it is, I mean, it's just good. It it looks really nice. Um, The UX is, is good. It's not perfect, but it's getting there. Um, Mm -hmm. But compared to Magic Online, it's, you know, night and day. So Um, it's real good. That's cool. You know, so if you play magic, get in there and play that thing. It's, it's real good. Um, I will have to sign up for that. Cause that sounds really appealing. It's fun. Yeah, it's good. That's, uh, that's um, what I've been playing on, on the card game note, uh, just following some of the, um, the E3 news and Bethesda's conference, I decided to redownload and pick up, um, um, but it, uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that game a, is really good. Which is another. Um, yeah, I like I, that game a lot. I, I've been I've been having a lot of fun just playing through the uh, you know the the story campaign right now, and they they throw a bunch of you know card unlocks and decks and things like that at you over the course of the. I'm not sure even how long the story is. I'm I'm in chapter four right now, and they all seem to have like six or eight missions or something. But it's fun, and uh, it's real. I think the the uh, the hook is that it's not complicated i mean everything is it's it's very much like hearthstone mechanically um you although you do wind up with lanes Mm -hmm. uh, on different tables so that there and there will be different rules that apply to the different lanes like there'll be a um, a a mist lane that all the cards uh you know either player um uh like your the the creatures that you summon into that lane will will be concealed uh or there's one there's an arena um board where on one lane 
everything that you play down will just get a random weapon or you know basically a accessory of some kind uh, assigned to it. Mm-hmm. So there's there's just neat ideas, but I mean it's it's a very simple game, real easy to play and understand. Um, but I, I've I've kind of been pleasantly surprised at how um, you know fighting against some of the like an undead build or something like that actually challenges you to. Um, th- there's some certain puzzly, uh, you know, oh, yeah. um, card plays that I think that they've they've done a good job highlighting. So that game yeah, is great. Single, game, so, they have yeah. a really good onboarding and single player experience to that thing mm-hmm. that I think is what really so. sets it apart for me. Um, you know, it's not just the, like uh, this horrible, yeah, yeah. you know, oh gosh, this learning curve that sends you off a cliff. It's you know, it really does a good job of sort of building you in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't just toss you in with a bunch of people who have been playing for two years uh, or mm. anything. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's free to play. Um, I think you can obviously buy packs of cards, um, which they'll periodically remind you to do. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, that's. Uh, I also yeah, I've, I've been pleasantly surprised with yeah. that thing. I found that the community for it is very, very good, um, very positive oh, good. and friendly. Like, you know, and I normally wouldn't say this about a subreddit, but the subreddit for that thing is super active and full of very nice people who just like enjoy playing wow. that game and want people to you know like play it um because they all like love that game um it's good i i hope that i know that that game is in a tough spot because it's going to get squeezed on a bunch of different fronts very soon you know where it's Mm -hmm. it's hard for that thing to compete against hearthstone and then valve's going to release their thing and then magic arena is going to come out and it's just going to you know it's it's going to hurt that game but um it is a great thing it, it, it's much better than it has yeah. any right to be is what I would say. Um, I think you're, that's a good way to put it. And um, I, I, I guess the, the real thing that it has to bank on is the, you know, the branding. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that it's elder scrolls probably gives it a certain uh, edge when it comes to downloads, especially in like the app store or oh, for um, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, iTunes store. But, uh, but, but I think, you know, it's not just, a shitty tie-in thing. I mean, they, they've put some really great work into this game, I think. And uh, on that note, uh came out uh, maybe a couple weeks ago that Bethesda's switching out developers for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's been uh, developed by Direwolf up till now. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm blanking on who is going to be taking over, but there should be like an entirely new client coming out before too long. Yeah, it's probably a good uh, idea. Everything's... Yeah, I, I, so... I, that's one thing that like if you're on a phone it's uh it can be the the loading times aren't great mm-hmm. a lot of the time but um anyway uh, i guess they've got plans to everything's going to be completely transparent for users from what i've read uh you won't have to worry about your collection or progress being wiped or anything it's just going to be yeah, it'll kind just, of swapping out one gui ux for another so yeah it'll just roll it'll just work yep yeah so yeah, very cool. So that's uh, so that yeah. Uh, yeah. On that note, do we want to talk? About, so do we want to get into the E three talk, or we want to go right into what Bethesda announced? Do we want to start with Bethesda, or do we, where do you want to start? Yeah, where do you want to start with these conferences? Uh, why don't we? Yeah, we. So we've got. Uh, it might as well since we've just. Uh, that makes yeah. a good segue, I guess. Yeah, let's let's talk about let's talk about Bethesda, right? So. Let's see. So I thought Bethesda, uh, for me, I mean, uh, 
I was very impressed with, and I have been for a while now, but I was very impressed with Bethesda's mm-hmm. conference. Um, yes. It, removing what they announced and, and all of that, but just the way it was handled. Um, you know, me being the marketing like PR guy, um, that yeah. that is a master class in how to take a thing that people are very trepidatious about and like cool them. Um, and just sort of say like, it's going to be okay. Everything is fine. <laughs> you know, um, which is what I feel like really needs to happen with fallout 76. Right. Um, I think so too. People have heard a lot of different stuff and they needed to have, I don't know that their minds are completely put to rest, mm-hmm. but, um, I, you know, just to your point of, you know, allaying concerns, I feel like Bethesda for the last few years anyway, has done a fantastic job of kind of putting a human face and uh, establishing a kind of like personal human connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you've got a couple of their community managers uh, kind of doing a pre-show um, chat. Uh, you get to talk to some, they, they even started their whole show off with a, hey, we're a company full of people, mm-hmm. little video, um, where, you know, there's the accountants and catering and um, the other folks that are kind of, you know, in the, the infrastructure of the this massive company now. Um, but I think that that was helpful. I think um, they masterfully weird, did this because they also, on top of that brought in Danny O'Dwyer to do the two documentaries about them. Yes. You know, he, they did the, the history yeah. of, of, you know, their, the Bethesda and then they did the the making of Fallout 76 and it just humanizes their company very it makes you want to like them you know um yeah if you've yep. watched any of the, they're, they're hard not to like and which is weird because I feel like about a year ago maybe a year and a half ago you would not have said that about Bethesda I don't think either of us would have no. said that about Bethesda right um I don't think I would have. I mean, other than the fact that they do have a genuinely funny person in Todd Howard, um, mm-hmm. which is a lot of the suits, like the, if you get the executive up there, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Phil Spence, and nothing against any of the, the guys that went up and, you know, uh, gave their spiel, but uh, Todd Howard is like kind of a cool rock star, funny dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, that he also does is, help. But I mean, all the way on down, I think he has very personalized. Yeah. And not to say that the others don't have this, but it, it's very easy to like him because of his story. You know, he was like a guy and he was, you know, buying video games and he just decided, you know what, I'm, oh, this game is made right down the street from me. I'm going to go work for this mm-hmm. company. And he just walked in and was like, hire me, please. <laughs> and they didn't. Yeah, I remember they that didn't. happened. And then yeah. they, you know, he kept going back and eventually they hired him. And, you know, now he's like yeah. the face of that company. And that's a hard story not to like. And it is wild to me, the shift in public opinion for Bethesda that has happened over the last year to watch it. Um, and it's done in an excellent way because you didn't even know it was happening. Right. Like that is what true masterful marketing and communications can do (laughs) is you didn't even realize that you were coming around on Bethesda. Right. Like, um, no. And I would say that Ubisoft is kind of doing the same thing. Although 
they're I would sort of very much say that they're doing it in a much harder way. I would say, yeah. um, oh, I, and it's a bit more obvious that it's a that they've been mm-hmm. trying. You know, uh, it feels like. But I, I don't begrudge them that. I think it's a really good direction that the company's gone in. But I mean, it's just not quite as uh, sneaky and smooth. And uh, like all of a sudden, oh, hey, my best friend Bethesda's here. That's yeah. Great. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, like, like I, what are they going to make? Kind of just oh, realize, yeah, like, oh, you know, I love like, these people. Uh, yeah, it's great. So. You know, they, they just and they've done it in such a subtle way, you know, with Wolf, the way that mm-hmm. they they pushed Wolf and like the way it didn't apologize for what it was. And then the way they supported yep, yep. all those games and it just, you know, it's wild. I, <laughs> it's wild to think that we're like, <laughs> Oh yeah, Bethesda, they're going to do everything right. You know, whereas like literally just, I mean, less than a year ago. I mean, after fallout four. Yeah, absolutely. Fallout four has not been. Well, and then the whole like warmly received across. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole like debacle the, over them, not giving review copies to press and like, it just, yep. Yep. Yeah. People were really not happy with Bethesda, you know, and they just didn't, they just like, were like, well, okay. And it <laughs> just sort of, yeah. then they just yeah, judo, they, they judoed it back, you know, and they're like, well, that's okay. Like, yep. how about we're just a bunch of people and we just want to make games that you love and, you know, um, so yeah. So Fallout 76 and- um, looks good. I don't know that we need to talk a ton about what Fallout 76 is going to be because I think we've kind of beat that into the ground before. But we, well, yeah, we, we, and it seems as if most of the predictions were right. There's new stuff, but mm-hmm. I think once Jermaine gets back, he'll be able to give us a little bit more of, yeah. a, of you know, a rundown on some of the new details. But uh, looking forward to it. I've got my concerns. I don't like the mm-hmm. idea of being griefed with nuclear missiles. Yeah, me um, either. But you know what? Like, uh, give but, them, I'll give them yeah. the benefit of the doubt until. I, yeah. I get griefed and then, you know, um, but, uh, I mean, there's, that's obviously not the only, um, uh, new game they're announcing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, I had my fingers crossed, but I did not, uh, I, I had no real hopes for it. I didn't think it would show up this year, honestly, but I, I was hoping and praying to get more doom and sure enough, here it is. Yeah. We're going to be getting doom eternal. I'm, um, which I'm pretty is, jacked for doom. Um, I'm super into that. Uh, they've got some, it looks like, I mean, it's doom eternal, but it's also doom too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can see in the, the quick teaser stuff like the arch file and pain elemental from doom too. So yeah, they're adding, they're adding more demons. Uh, and those, you know, the classic, uh, I guess new spins on the, uh, the classic ones, but they looked really a lot like the ones more. They looked more like the original, uh, you know, 2d sprites yeah. than I actually was expecting. So I, uh, anyway, so. you know what? I don't want to see anything about doom until it's like in my hands and I'm playing it. Um, I'm good. Yes. I'm sold. Like it's I all the same people making it tomorrow. I'm in, I'm good. Like, yeah, you know, yep. totally. Yep. It's the same people. Like, you know, they had the same guy up there. What's his name? Uh, the, the dude, the writer, for Doom, the original oh, one, God, I can't yeah, think of his name, but... He, who was in that no clip? Yeah, I can't remember either. Diego, uh, but the, I think is The guy's name. hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Marty Stratton, I think, yep. is all... I'm in. I don't know if he was there, but yeah. I'm good. That's absolutely... Like... Uh, I th- I'm... Oh, like, they also didn't know if it was going to work, uh, I think, on the first time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're going to be... Uh, I mean, now they do. I mean, obviously, they had a hit on their hands with uh, Doom 2016, and... Uh, yeah. Super I think they're going to market the uh, hell out of that game because they're going to try to like 
they're going to fix the wrong that was Doom, where they didn't market it at all, really. Um, mm-hmm. And they're going to, we're going to see a ton of that game. Like, it's going to be everywhere. Um, which yeah. is okay, because it's more Doom and I'm in. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm super into seeing it. And that. then they casually announce, you know, the new Elder Scrolls game with like one screenshot, yep. right? Um, <laughs> and a font. And everyone goes crazy. Ah, you know, okay. Well, yep. let me know when it's done and I'll, I'll try that thing out. Um, and then Starfield so that, yeah, there's, was yeah. the other thing. Starfield, right? yep. Um, Which, I, I mean, they didn't say anything about it during the showcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got some great memes uh, about Garfield. Yeah. Uh, as a direct result, which was great. Um, but Starfield, I just, everybody just assumed, I think, or anyway, I say everybody, I mean me. Uh, I kind of just assumed it was going to be another like destiny type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, it's apparently this, uh, space single, totally single player, um, game. And it's meant to bridge. It's meant to like extend into the next console generation, apparently. So yeah, uh, this is going to be a thing, which is wild. I mean, um, like I'm in for that thing too. Like I'll try it, you know? Hey, okay. But I mean, what they put in front of people, yeah. I, you know, I'm in like, okay, I'm all, I'm in for all that. <laughs> it's well, and you know, now we're, we've been all cozy and buttered up by mm-hmm. uh, Bethesda. So yeah. Yeah. We're all in now. All of a sudden it's, we're friends. Starfield's going to be their first new original IP in more than 10, 15 years or something. Yeah. That's not really their, their thing, right? Like they take old IPs no. and make them new again, but they don't, they don't make new ones. Yeah. Um, I think that'll be awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see them make a world again. Cause I think that they're very good. I at am that. too. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm down for that. Um, that's, I guess that's Bethesda, right? Like, but man, doom. Yeah. I mean, hell yeah. You got, uh, that rage two. Uh, that was cool. Oh, of course. But, yeah. yeah. People know the rage two is coming. Right. Um, that's kind of a big yeah, death. Rage two. Uh, that was the <laughs> other part of leak fest 2018. Mm-hmm. But, um, Man, it turned out yeah, that Walmart uh, leak, 100% right. Every single thing in the Walmart yeah. leak was correct, which is wild, <laughs> including Just Cause. Yep. Which is wild. Yes. Like I, I guess I, that, well, hey, let's go, let's go into Ubisoft. So, yeah, so Ubisoft they announced a couple things. Um, yes, uh, they also had you know a ton of shit leak on um, the new Assassin's Creed game, which I mentioned earlier, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I liked that they and Bethesda both kind of acknowledged yeah. the link, the leaks that had happened. That was cool. Like, well, it is what it is. Um, that game looks sweet. Yeah. You know, what? it does. I'm in for Odyssey hundred um, percent. I was, I was okay. My, my, my journey with Odyssey was, uh, I was like, Oh boy, ancient Greece. And then, uh, it came out that it was going to be, uh, a, a game starring your lead character is a Spartan. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, it's yeah. going to be a bunch of 300 memes, you know, yeah. the 300 horse shit, yeah. uh, you know, uh, but uh, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case at all. It's going to be set during the Peloponnesian war. Yeah. You can be a male or female character. And it also looks like you're going to be able to basically choose whether to support Athens or Sparta. Yeah. And they're going kind of full on RPG. So there's some, there's some new stuff that they're putting into the, uh, the old, 
Assassin's Creed formula that I think is really cool. And it's just gorgeous. Oh, I'd say it'll be beautiful, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah. of course it's gorgeous. Um, and then so. uh, this is the year of everybody becoming, like, you know, I feel like this is the year of all of the companies stepping up and taking the mantle that was once BioWare's, like, thing. Yeah. Right? Like, they, they've kind of decided right that, well, EA, like, slayed BioWare, and they have them on... They have their guts on display at their conference, which we'll get to mm. in, a, in a bit. But um, and everyone else is like, "Well, somebody has to do it, right?" So yeah. I feel like everybody's everybody kind of is in. Spartacus. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's in. Yep. You know, everyone's like, "Well, we'll we'll make Mass Effect. We'll make you know the Bioware games that you want." Um, yeah, you know, with this dual, you know, oh, like it's wild, but like suddenly Ubisoft is our isn't it weird to think that Ubisoft is suddenly our Bioware in a weird way? Which are like, oh yeah, very strange. You know, choices because and you can have two you mean, know, long, playable genders, and you know, it's like what? Yep. What? <laughs> it's 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 bananas because I mean, uh, you go back. I mean, the memes uh, five years ago were that EA and Ubisoft were kind of like jostling for position of most hated company. Um, I, I think probably mostly unfairly, but, uh, but I mean, at least in Ubisoft's case, it's 100% not the case anymore. I don't think, unless you're really persnickety about your anti-piracy DRM. I mean, there's still people mad about, you know, Denuvo shipping alongside Uplay, but that's a whole other conversation. That's a business, you know, like weird thing. If you're just buying games and installing them, it's. It doesn't Which people you. apparently are doing because yeah yeah um, uh, what was it I think they announced that Rainbow Six Siege has thirty five million players oh my god so, that's a lot of players huh? <laughs> it's it's a ton of people that play these games yeah uh, but yeah what what else uh, popped out from uh, Ubisoft uh, uh, I mean the Division Two looks good uh, but I mean yep. again I'm kind of into that thing anyway um, me too. Uh, oh, that that, I mean, that looks so much like DC. Yeah, and the pirate game. Uh, what's it? Skull, Skull and, Bones. and Bones. Yeah, that thing. Ooh, that looks juicy. Um, that looks it like really what does. I wanted Sea of Thieves to be, right? Like that is. I think. Oh, I I kind of feel bad for Sea of Thieves right now. That's what <laughs> I want in a like, pirate game, man. Whoa. Like I want scallywags and. You know, I'm not normally the mm. like, oh, everything has to be gritty, you know, but like, right. I want grit in my pirate game, you know, <laughs> like I don't want it. Should, but I mean, I I mean, and we'll see how much of this, like, you know, renders on your average consumer mm-hmm. PC and your, you know, your, 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 plat- your consoles, but, but just watching like a, a, a frigate, you know, pull alongside and fire off a broadside yeah. volley. Uh, and just have it, like it, the camera in the, you know, uh, a presentation just cut to the deck and there's just, you know, the hull and mm-hmm. deck are just being ripped to splinters. I mean, it just looks so great. Oh yeah. It looked really so, good. And like, yeah. there's that one shot of the, like, I think it's like a, maybe a French captain on the, on the deck and the bolt, the, the cannonball just whizzes right by his head and, oh man, it. Mm. It looked sweet. That that is a sweet looking game. Um, whether it's good or not, I don't it know. Is. We'll see. But it sure looks good. Um, uh, looked looked pretty. And then obviously, I can see it. Yeah, go ahead. 
Oh, I was just going to say, I can kind of see it um, languishing a little bit in the for honor uh, mm, space. Yeah. Which I mean, in fairness, I think there's a lot of people who play for honor, but it just hasn't um, grabbed people. I don't think quite as much as say siege or um, you know, some of their bigger, like, I mean, it's, it's got its audience, but, um, but yeah, if there's not like single player really, I mean, it really, it needs like a strong enough player base and people will need to know people who are playing it, I think, to make it a, a super fun thing. But yeah, um, but we'll see it. it I, I don't know. I'm sold. I want to go yeah. and do pirate stuff. I think it's going to be great. So. I'm totally down. Um, so that looks pretty sweet. Uh, so that's yeah. that was the stuff that. Oh, and just cause, obviously. But uh, you know what? Like, I'll 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 play just cause, but I'm not going to think about it until it's a real thing. Like I want to see it. Yeah. No, I. Um, we know what we just know cause. What just cause is. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> just cause is M eighties, the video game. I'm really interested I, uh, to see what they do. You know, like what that game is due for. Like, uh, they need to change. They need to change that game a bit. I don't think they can just release another one of those again, right? I don't mm-hmm. think they can just be like, oh yeah, you're on an island, you blow things up. Good luck. You know, I don't think they could do that again. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think so either on, on the other hand. Yeah. Like what, where do you go with it? Well, um, because the problem is three just didn't sell, right? Like nobody bought three yeah. and, um, that's a problem. <laughs> like you can't, you can't, you can't yeah. make the same game again when two sold better than three with and the last one. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. You, you just gotta, you gotta switch it up. You gotta do something different. Um, I don't know what they're going to do, but yeah, that's their problem. There's mine. all kinds of, it's weird because you feel like it's going to be like on paper. It does look good. It's like go mm-hmm. around, you can uh, grapple yourself onto helicopters and put, you know, you could put an explosive rocket on the ass of a cow and have it fly off a cliff. I mean, like, there's all kinds of dumb stuff that you can do, which I think it's like far, just cause three is a lot of fun that way. But you know, you, you do need some direction. It, uh, which it has, but it just, it wasn't that interesting. So the uh, problem was, is all the things that you could do in just cause three, you could do in just cause two and you'd already done them. So it was like, okay, much, well yeah. I had this sandbox before. Yes. This one looks better. Right. And there are more toys yeah. to play with, but still they can't just slap the open world tropes into that sandbox and say, we're done because that's what they did. And it just doesn't work. Yeah. You know? Um, well, this time around, though, we'll there's going to be tornadoes. Tornadoes. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> other extreme weather. It's all going to be completely modeled. Weather is a good idea. Real wind. Um, that yeah. is a good wrinkle. But I, I still think they need to figure out, like, what you're supposed to do. Like, solve that and then make the, like, don't rely on the make your own fun thing. Put a reasonable little mm-hmm. campaign in it or missions or something and then then people will make their own fun and it'll be fine. But like the complete there, just cause three's like campaign is a fucking joke. It's so bad. Um, yeah. Like I, I think I spent two hours with the game and had fun and then put it down and never went back because it was kind of like, I mean, I hate to make this comparison because it's going to be derogatory, but it's basically goat simulator mm-hmm. where you, you know, you do stuff for a little while. Think, ah, neat. And then leave. Yep. Um, it was so, like it uh, was like a almost like a step back from Red Faction Guerrilla, which is a problem. Yeah. Right? Like so, 
because Red Faction Guerrilla, like you wanted to do things like you wanted to you. Yeah, you could like right. It was like there was things that you wanted to do and you could do them in fun and crazy ways. The fun and crazy thing is not enough. Like that is not enough of a reason to play it. You need a reason to be going to a thing. And then the, the fun and crazy stuff happens organically. Um, like Metal Gear. That's why Metal Gear 5 is so good. Is because like it, the dumb stuff that's in Metal Gear is not the point of it. It's not like, oh, here's all this dumb stuff. Hope that's enough. Yes. You know, and that's kind of what Just Cause does. It's like, oh, there's mm-hmm. this game and here's what you're supposed to do. But, oh, yeah, along the way, there's all these stupid things, you know, that you can interact with if you want to. Yeah. Um, and that's what Just Cause needs to do. you want do. to make another base blow up in silly ways mm-hmm. again? Yeah. I mean, yeah, so. Uh, it's almost like a Far Cry sort of situation, except with less of a story. Yeah, which is scary. Yeah. When, you, when you're, like, going, man, the Far Cry story would be really sweet. Like, that's a problem. Like, we are, <laughs> that's not good. We are in a bad way, you know. Um, but yeah, their, their stuff looks good. Um, but I mean, it always does, right? They never. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to, I just had a thought and my brain just completely stopped working. So never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. yeah. So, so then, <laughs> to, uh, uh, you know, some of the other, the other companies like had some, uh, you know, so Square Enix, um, yeah, it's, talk to us about the Square Enix bit. Uh, you might have missed it uh, yeah, I didn't if you see. sneezed or used the bathroom. I didn't um, even see I the think, Square Enix piece. It was like half an hour long. It was all pre-taped. Like I think they just FedExed a USB stick. Oh wow! Uh, and <laughs> that was it. That's why I didn't uh, see. I was like, now, I didn't know. I don't remember watching a Square Enix presentation. Right? No, I, the, there is barely anything. Um, the the banner items, of course, were um. And the um, uh, the new Tomb Raider, yep, Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, yeah. which is apparently uh, just uh, Lara Croft becomes the psychopath she was always meant to be. Uh, which yeah, I, yeah, I, it's, I saw it's that. Lara Croft, uh, Lara Croft serial killer, <laughs> straight up uh, murdering. You know, yeah, that's <laughs> that's fine. Um, we, we talked about Just Cause Four. Uh, then uh, the big one, I think, that a lot of people are super, super, duper excited about is, of course, Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, I'd love to talk about that, but I have absolutely no idea what it is. Um, Kingdom Hearts is the biggest crossover thing with Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters, and there's been a bunch of, like, like 2.5 and 2.8. Yeah, I know people are real jacked for it, but... uh, I mean, there's there's people who are big into into Kingdom Hearts, but it makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's not my, Um, my jam either, but hey, I'm glad that they're getting a game. Because people are real excited yeah. about it. And hey, good it's for been you. like ten years too. Yeah, yeah. they're they're really they're uh, really they're they're really do proper right? sequel. Um, the uh, another kind of neat thing is that they're doing a crossover between um, Final Fantasy fourteen uh, and Monster Hunter. So okay. I don't know how that works, but apparently that's gonna be um, that's gonna be happening sometime this later this summer, I think. So you're just doing yeah. some weird. And then, shit. yeah, that was Square Enix. It was over real yeah, fast. Okay. So good for them. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like that their CEO kind of came out and like gave a uh, taped message at the beginning, which was subtitled, but it, it ended with make sure you stay to the very end. 
I was like, okay, I wonder what they've got at the very end. And it was just credits, and it was like 27 minutes. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Make sure you stay all, right, all the way because we want yeah, you to so. real bad. Uh, oh. you, you don't have to worry, man. I mean, oh, we're not gonna, we, we, I mean, it's only 27 minutes long. We're not going. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Another, um, another super strong show this year, I think a surprisingly strong show was Microsoft's. Yeah. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about really the Microsoft one. On. Yeah. So I'm so glad well, that they did because okay, so we've been, t- we've been preaching that they've got to be good. Yeah, they got to be good. They need some first-party stuff. They, and so they just went out. Uh, apparently, Microsoft just went out and bought a bunch of studios. So <laughs> they, just, they did. They just, uh, they so just like, we're buying have, everybody. That's what we're into now. <laughs> yes. Uh, I can't. I don't have the full list in front of me, but they did buy Ninja Theory. Yeah, that was the big uh, one, I think, the, right? Like, yeah, I think that that was one of them. They also bought, I mean... It, I guess it wasn't a Microsoft quote unquote first party studio, but the folks who make Forza mm-hmm. is now a Microsoft studio. Yeah. Um, and they're making something that is not Forza, right? Like they, Evidently. I think they, yeah, they came out so. and said they are making something that is not Forza horizon or for, mm-hmm. you know, a Forza game. So good for them. A Forza uh, game. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> But that's good news for everybody, I think. I mean, Phil Spencer was up there saying that they're doing, they're really, you know, corporate talk, but he was saying, you know, we're increasing our spend on, you know, uh, first-party development mm-hmm. uh, in a big way. So for the studios that did wind up um, getting acquired, uh, this is good news just because that'll offer a lot of stability and the ex- ex- the chance to expand and not be terrified that if they don't make something that hits next time, yeah. they're going to all starve and be on the street, so... Yeah, then good news. They'll just yeah. make three Gears of War games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, all right. So, so we got some, which, we got some. There's three Gears of War yeah, games. We got three out. Gears of War games. If everybody. Oh, uh, they trolled really hard on this one too, because uh, they brought they they did this big intro uh, for what was clearly a Gears of War game, and then you know this chains you know the the, the uh, Lancer you see coming through a brick wall. And the wall kind of crumbles away, and it's a Funko Pop. Um, <laughs> so there's the Gears of War Funko Pop game that's going to be on mobile oh, <laughs> at some point. So, so everybody painful. was like, oh. And then the next one they announced was Gears of War Tactics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be Gears of War, but XCOM. That's actually uh, a good idea. Was like, I think that's kind of I think a it's a great idea. idea. Yeah. I just don't think it was what anybody wanted to see yeah. necessarily. Like, and then they're like, this, this, okay, this, this, this actually we are okay, making fine, okay, Gears fine. 5. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a new Gears game, a proper Gears game. Where is was, he with, where's the bandana? Aspect. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, it was funny too, because um, Microsoft's conference was before Bethesda's. And yet uh, Todd Howard showed up to uh, do the actual, like the first reveal of the, like the gameplay reveal for Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. So he showed up for that. Um, I know, God, I mean, I just wondered what the conversation was like that led to that. Uh, it involved a, it involved a large, or, large check is what that involved. All right. Yeah, probably. That's a, a check oh, with a lot of zeros on it. That's what that was. Yes. Yeah. Like, yo, yo, we need some, we need some big games. How about you? From Phil to Phil. Yeah. Could you please maybe kind of. Please. Um, the other thing that was hilarious was they had like this uh, gigantic stage that had 
it must have been close to a hundred uh, Xbox stations, mm-hmm. and they never really used them. <laughs> like they, they had a couple of people go up. They, there were I think three teams of four to uh, demo the new Forza Horizon, uh, which is going to be set in the UK. I think it's the hub city is like Edinburgh. Uh, you know what? Um, I, in a weird, uh, you know, watching that, I actually really want to play Forza Horizon Four. I'm kind of into that game. I like, want to play it so bad. I actually that I went and just bought today Forza Horizon Three. Yeah, so. it, it rubbed me like I really liked Forza Horizon Two, and I didn't play Three because um, I don't have an, an X. Because um, two, was well, it's there's two twenty five bucks right now. Yeah, so, but I, I really. I'm digging Forza Horizon. I think that game is sweet. And yeah. Like, I, I thought three kind of was like the wrong direction, but it's still sweet. I just like, they started to go direction where I'm like, mm, maybe don't go further this way in the next one. And it looks like they mm-hmm. aren't, you know? So, um, yeah, I think they've learned I mean, their lesson. Like, and, like if you're one of those people that always wanted to play top gear, the game, mm-hmm. here you go. Yep. Cause it's, like this is going to be that it's arcadey. It's fun. Uh, it's it's I, I'm not a big yeah. like race sim person. Like I like, oh, you know, need for speed underground, you know, like I want exactly to feel like I'm changing the car, but like, don't make it hard. Like, I, you know, <laughs> yep. Uh, I played a little bit of uh, what is it? Formula one 2016. Yeah, that's <laughs> no thanks. I was not ready for yeah, that. Um, <laughs> that's too much uh, for me. The car, um, I push the gas, the car yeah, goes. But, That's sweet. But uh, we may have to like leaf through this press conference um, a little bit more at another time because it was so dense. Yeah, like, yeah. They did not mess around at all. It was just announcement after announcement after announcement after announcement. Yeah. And, and I, Phil uh, Spencer would get up and say something, and then just five more announcements. I mean, it was it was. They, they had to, really, it had to be like that. Right? They, they, like, I mean, it, it really did. And they squeezed as much I, in there. But I feel like it felt successful. like that to me as well, um, that they were just like yeah, piling absolutely. on. And, you know, it. I, again, I, we're breezing through a lot of this, this E3 stuff, but it will go much deeper, I think, next week because we'll have the man that is seeing it in person. But yes, we will. Um, I mean, I think that's going to be great to talk to Jermaine about like what he actually saw on the ground. Um, I do want to mention uh, from the Microsoft conference, uh, we got to see FromSoft's new game, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Yep, which looks really super dope. Uh, Of course. Um, It's going to be dope. Of course it does. It's going to be good. It's not going to be. I'm uh, actually really happy that it's not Bloodborne too. I'll I'll be honest. I was really worried that it was. You know, I think they were just going to call it Bloodborne 2 and it was going to be the exact same game again. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's almost as if they saw Neo and they were like, okay, we got to show these guys how to do this. Yeah, we'll show you it's how to another do that. set in feudal Japan. Yeah. You're going to steal our shit. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, but yeah, so that looks good. We can talk about that more later. I think the big one that everybody wanted to see uh, was uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. Uh, that trailer. Um, yeah debuted at microsoft's uh show and wow that game looks uh, incredible um it really does it looks like everything I want that, that i car want that so game bad. to be yeah i mean it yeah i didn't have a lot you know cd project red is one of the few developers that i was like all right they're gonna get it right and just give them time everything will be fine and then of course they show the trailer and it's like yep that looks exactly like what i want it to be <laughs> you know and and mm-hmm. uh, then they then they came out and said that it's first person 
which is right so awesome uh i'm very happy about that which is weird because normally i'm the guy who's like first person sucks don't do it you know but i mm-hmm. you know what i don't want to play that game it needs to be a shooter it needs to be a deus ex you know sort of a game yes and all the reports that we're hearing about that game is that the shooting is hella good and that they know they apparently That's know really- how to make a shooter <laughs> which is crazy um uh yeah okay i mean but don't they know uh, where what how do they those, not uh, how do they do crazy that Polish, yeah uh, folks do uh the I, I guess one of the things that i didn't know that i wanted was i mean like cyberpunk is as a concept right mm-hmm. as a genre has sort of shifted i feel over the uh you know the past uh, 10 15 years much more into this very high tech like the grit has gone away a little bit a in little some bit, places. Yeah. And this is definitely people who are punks. Like they're lip curly, like hanging out in bars, uh, you know, convert, like, you know, Chuck Taylor's mm-hmm. jeans. I mean, like it's very much kind of the. Um, it is totally the, the, like, odd, isn't it? Warriors. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm interested to see world-wise what that thing is when it when it kind of comes out like i I, that's what for me i'm sure that the game will be excellent right like that i am not worried about at all Mm -hmm. i'm getting a weird sort of tonal from that game watching that trailer because it i'm not i'm not sure what they're going for as far as the cyberpunk thing right like it it's not quite yeah. Shadowrun, but it's not. Uh, it, it's you know what it feels like to me. It's like they just somebody read Transmetropolitan and they were just like, okay, this is where our video game <laughs> is, right? Like we're gonna make this the video probably. Game. And like that is a different. That is a definite. I mean, it looks the same, but it is a different sort of thing um, than like a Shadowrun or. Uh, some of those other sort of games, you know, like Deus Ex. Like there's a yeah, there's a different thing to that, and I, I'm interested to see how that is, right, and how it works. Um, but it looks amazing. I mean, it, I, I, it. This is one of those things where it's it's so hard to judge. Um, you know, prior to finding out like what are the systems that are going to be involved, yeah. like what are you going to be up against? I mean, there's clearly a. There, it's going to be about you know. Uh, there's there's this massive class divide between the you know the corporations mm-hmm. or syndicates and the you know the uh, you know the poor people or the you know the, the people where your cyberpunks you know live. Uh, I'm just going to call them cyberpunks. But, but yeah, you're you're sort of divested, um, alienated, um, exploited class yeah. of you know workers and uh, just uh, you know, people who aren't in the one percent basically. So. Uh, so that's a classic theme, but yeah, I just I wondered how they're going to tell that story and what it is. There's also the, you know, the concepts of like transhumanism and do androids have feelings and things. Yeah. And so uh, obviously hot this year. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> we've, uh, you've talked about um, we've talked about Detroit become human, and I mean this is never not a thing. I guess I mean you've mentioned Deus Ex, and I mean that's kind of the go-to example, I guess for. Uh, games but 
I don't know. It, it, it could really be a fresh take on it, and I have no idea what to expect. I just the look. It is does. Very, very honestly, good. whatever it is, it will be a fantastic game. I I am a hundred percent confident that whatever their tonal story, they, you know, whether or not the story hits, the game will be so good that it won't matter to mm-hmm. an extent. Because I would argue that there are, uh, there are wide swaths of the Witcher story that are not good and like where it just sort of like falls very flat and it's like okay yeah whatever but mm-hmm. but the game is so damn good that you don't care right like it's like whatever it's fun to like spin around and like kill these you know drowners like so who cares right and uh, yeah, yeah and like and, and so I, I think it will be whether that, or not right? yeah like it, they did bring on i was just about to look him up on my phone but um i so i i have lost the name but the guy who um who wrote the original um cyberpunk 2027 rpg Mm. they brought him on board so um hopefully that that means you know good things for the i can't imagine i'm sure it'll be awesome story like i'm not worried at um, all about cyberpunk it's gonna be great whenever they'll release it it'll be sweet i'm in (laughs) like with the And I, you know, it's going to be one of those things too. If it's like The Witcher, even if you kind of lose track of what the whole overarching story is, yeah. there's always just interesting shit to find. Yeah, who cares? That's what I'm kind saying. Of a, little, like, a couple steps off the like nobody path, gives a so, shit what the yeah. main story of Skyrim is. Who cares? I'm running around. I'm yeah. shooting arrows of dragons. This is awesome. Like you know, like I, supposed to be I know that story is yeah. important in video games. I'm not like trying to say that, but what I am trying to say is that sometimes it isn't the most important thing like it is <laughs> and like yeah, so a lot of there's there's a lot of rumblings about like well this isn't cyberpunk and the, you know what okay well your ass yeah. is going to be oh. buying it day one so shut up you know <laughs> like <laughs> you're gonna be playing yeah, you're gonna exactly. be like this is the best game ever made it's so great and it's like okay um oh crackdown the, the other thing the crackdown got pushed right so Crackdown yes. is, is February, the, the game that will never release, apparently. Um, I actually think Crackdown is just going to be bad. I, I have a sneaking feeling that Crackdown not, is not going to come together. And I don't think it's going to work, yeah. And I think they know. Uh, but hey, look. I know, think they know it be, that it's not going to come together. It could be it. That's why they're trying to well, push it. Well, and I think and, the other the other big thing, though, is I think a lot of people are pushing the uh, back to February, March uh, 2019 mm-hmm. because they don't want to get annihilated by red dead redemption too yep so um but yeah Man, what a month that's gonna be when red dead drops crazy. and then the, yeah. like in the middle of that next month fallout comes out and then yeah battlefield 5 and then so in that month uh, in just october like that 30 october, day yep. it's it's odyssey like in the same 30 day span uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Black Ops 4, yep. Starlink, Battlefield 5, Red Dead Redemption, and Fallout 76 will all come out in one 30-day span. That's absurd. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of insane, right? Um, but, I mean, by moving to uh, February, they just bumped into Anthem. Like, so, because yep. February 2019 is Anthem time. So. It is? Yeah. Um, so February 22nd is Anthem. And then, uh, which we haven't talked about, but that's that, I don't know. Yeah. Well, so we get to the EA thing. Yeah. Like, so, so I guess we should talk about EA. We haven't. So yeah, let's, 
We'll go back to where were we anyway? We're, so we were on we were, we're on Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. I think we kind of went through all the Microsoft stuff. So EA. Yeah. Um, hit the highlights anyway. Yeah. What were your feelings about the EA thing? About EA. Uh, mostly fine. Um, I don't think I got super blown away by anything. I I think Battlefield Five looks pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has it is a battle royale surprise like. Um, it will get shocker. So you know, uh, Battlefield Five. Um, I kind of don't care what else I find out about Battlefield Five at this point. Like it's it's going to be a Battlefield mm-hmm. game. It looks kind of interesting. I think uh, you know, there's there's cool stuff that they're doing with the multiplayer, like adding fortifications that you can build. Um, I'm going to say something weird know. that I, yeah, it sounds strange, but I kind of hope Battlefield Five just craters, right? And I'm going to tell you why. So like. I hope that Battlefield Five just doesn't do well at all because I don't want Dice to make these games anymore. I want them to do something else. No, like I, I think they're. I, I would like them to do something else too, I, but yeah. I would love to see Dice do something. And and I thought like I was kind of excited when they they got Battlefront right because it was like oh they're gonna, but it's Ooh. clear to me that that Dice needs to do something else. Like Dice needs to do a narrative game. They need to like palate cleanse. You know, they need to get away from like this multiplayer shooter thing that they're just like stuck in and they need to make something else. Mm-hmm. And I know they never will. All right. Like it, it, it the, a bunch of them would have to crater in a row, right? Like Battlefield five would have to crater and then all the DLCs and then the next one would have, and then they would be like, well, maybe we make some, yeah. but like, I would love to see them do something other than Battlefield because I just, I, I I feel like they are less interesting than Call of Duty, even. Like, I feel like Battlefield mm. has now become the blander of the two, which is just like... That's interesting. That is yeah. like trying to be the most vanilla of the vanilla ice creams, right? Like, like I feel like <laughs> Call of Duty is doing weird shit, and vanilla Battlefield is, is like... spicy for me. Just look at, like, the big hoopla about, like, it's like, oh, there's a girl. Like that's what you got, Battlefield. That's what that's your, you know, that's what we're dropping. Like, I mean, come on. Like, you got to have more. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to. I mean, Black Ops is like we're not doing a single player campaign, and we're doing this huge big zombie thing, and you know, and like, oh, there's classes, and there's you know, they're just like going all over the place, and Battlefield's just like, yeah, we're making another Battlefield. You know. Yeah, I I mean I really did like the uh war stories format that they did with one mm-hmm. um so i'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they do with that here but i mean it's gonna be a five or six hour thing like that's it that's what i mean it's um, like yeah there's there's not a whole lot to those um parts of uh well i mean at least yeah since one i mean i think three and four had fairly i'm not gonna call them lengthy campaigns but i mean they took me a while to get through i mean i zipped through one i thought they Again, not all the stories were great, but um, I did like the format and it kind of gave them a, I mean, World War One. I, I think you could pretty much go anywhere and it's just not going to be like, there's no modern equivalent of, say, Saving Private Ryan for World War One. So, I mean, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff to work with, but I mean, if it, I, I do want to see what they're doing with that narratively, but that's not going to be Battlefield Five. And I have no um, problem with like them taking it 
like where they're taking it and i'm sure it'll be good like dice will make a good shooter right but yeah it's time to do something else it's time to like get weird with it man like they've got to get weird with that game otherwise i just i'm gonna hit exactly where i'm at where i just don't care about it anymore i just don't care Mm -hmm. like make a space battlefield or a mech game or something 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 that like still harnesses those core competencies right but it just it is something that we haven't seen. But they've before. pinned them in the corner. Yeah. Like EA has put them in this corner where they're like, you make this battlefield game and you make Battlefront, and that's it. That's what you make. Yeah, it's like, this is this is how we. This is our corporate five year. I would say that it's starting to show. That, so. You know, like like they yeah. are incredibly technically proficient at making video games, but like. The crew. Good God, the the battlefronts are so good looking, mm-hmm. and the battlefields are beautiful looking. Like they, the battlefields, they look fantastic. so much yeah. better than the Call of Duty games, right? But the problem is, I mean, like, yeah, absolutely best in class. Yeah, but are they fun to play? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I think so. I kind of like. I like Battlefield uh, One. I, I'm not good at it, but you know, I just I don't know. But like, I can see I, why I, it's, it's time. Yeah. Like it's time for them to do something weird. Um, and I just, I hope that they switch it up next time. Um, and then obviously they talked a lot about Anthem. Um, yes. Which. So this is their answer to destiny. Basically. So here's the thing with Anthem. When they announced Anthem, I was like mega hyped about it. And I was like, Oh my, you yeah. know, Bioware is making it. And the more I see of that game, the more I'm just like completely not interested in it. Like the more mm. of it I see, I'm just like, what are they? Like, they just. Did they just tell Bioware, okay, you're making Destiny now? Like, this is what you make. I think. Like, and, and Bioware was like, well, it, what? Yeah. And they're like, no, well, you make, you make Destiny now. And they said, well, yeah. but we make Mass Effect. And they're like, no, you make, Dest- you make Destiny no. now. <laughs> you don't make Mass Effect anymore. Like, that's what for the sure. fuck? What and are they doing? Andromeda. Like, I, I, and yeah. that was, that to me was like, that was them. The more I see of Anthem, the more I am sure that like that is that is the 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 death gasp of like the Bioware that we used to know. That is it. It's over because mm. that doesn't look like a Bioware game at all. No, at all. At all. Um, but I am. I hold out some hope for it. I, I like. I'm cautiously. It may be good. Curious, like, take all, yeah. take all like, of I that really piece, like the is. identity piece out of it. Maybe Anthem's good. Who knows, right? It, it, I will say yeah, that it yeah. looks blander and blander every time I see it. But whatever, who knows? Maybe they're just presenting it wrong. You never know. So, but I think I just want to get into a power suit and fly around alien worlds again. Uh, like, um, yeah, which is what I do in Destiny, basically. But that's sweet. Um, but the problem is, like, can know. you do that better than get Bungie? Home. Like, right, and probably no. Like Bungie I mean, can't even do it right, and you're gonna try to like out shooter Bungie. Like you're Bioware. Yeah. What? I mean, here's the thing: Bioware always got a nice. pass for its combat, right? They kind of got this. Well, the combat's better. Mm-hmm. No one ever said like, "Oh man, the so combat it's, it's, it's is okay. fucking balling in this." You know, like no, it was like, "Well, the combat's okay." Yeah. You know, it's better than it's better than the first one. It's better than the second one, right? And Andromeda's combat mm-hmm. is is better than the pr- previous three, but it still isn't good. It's still not good combat. Right. It wasn't like enough to clearly not enough to carry the game. Hold yeah. Andromeda against Destiny One. 
And like, they aren't even in the same class of like shooter, like not even close, like nowhere. Right. I mean, and I get, but Andromeda, it's not, I know people will say, well, that's not fair because they're not the same thing, but I, it is clearly going for that. Like Andromeda is clearly trying to make it a shooty shoot. Right. And mm-hmm. they don't even come close. So what makes people think that Bioware can make one of these? Anthem's going to, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe, uh, again, I mean, if I, it's all I, different people, who knows? Maybe they can, I don't, you know, but it's not a Bioware it game. Be, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it's not, not the way that we understand the Bioware. That's, like what Bioware means to people is not present in any meaningful way that we've seen anyway in Anthem. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, and you know, based on what they've said too, it's just, it's not going to be the same folk. It's going to be a, an answer to, it's directly competing with destiny. Let's be honest. And are you comfortable doing that? But uh, why? Who wants to compete with destiny? <laughs> like why? Like, I don't know. I mean, is destiny just like this insane cash cow that is just like, just just destroying sales numbers and like, you know, is is Destiny like, is it? I don't think it is, right? Like, it's. I feel like it's kind of in trouble right that's now. That's what actually. I thought. But, uh, like, right? So why yeah. are they like, man? We gotta make one of these. It's like, okay. And you know who we're gonna put well, on I mean, it? Bioware. <laughs> Genius. It's like EA uh, has decided I mean, to just go the complete opposite direction of everyone else, right? They've just like, you mm-hmm. know what? Like everybody else is making like cool single player like experiences and they're like, you know what? Let's make destiny. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> well, I mean, in fairness, I mean, you got to, uh, the division is destiny except in a completely different setting. But, um, but I would argue that so, the division like actually did well. Because the division sold really yes. well. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Again, it all comes back to sales numbers, right? Like, like I just who thinks that people are going to like buy millions and millions of copies of Anthem? I don't know, I, I don't but know. I mean, it's 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 confusing. It's really sure. confusing to me. I, I there's a weird disconnect, and EA is just like floundering around. Like they just mm-hmm. don't. They look lost. Like they they just look out of touch. Well, I mean, like, what they they do, and what the the thing though that they they still have Madden and they still have FIFA. Sure. Um. So you know, I mean, that's gonna get them. They'll be fine. They're not going anywhere. They'll be fine. You know. But so, but the, I mean, the, the thing is that like they don't really ever get to learn a yeah, lesson. They, they just do the same thing forever. They just they're the company that makes Madden yeah. and FIFA and NBA Live, and like this is what we make. Why don't they just well, let's buy this little studio that made this cool thing? Well, they released a game for us and it sucked. So I guess we're gonna close them down. Yeah, we'll All close right. them. Club. Let's try Club them. Throw it in the vault. Like, <laughs> yeah, done. Oh, Move on. New pet. Yeah, need a new pet now. That's one doesn't work anymore. So uh, was that? Yeah. Are, are so they the ones that announced that Jedi game too? What did that happen? Yes. That's them too, right? Like uh, Jedi the, Fallen Order. That is also. Uh, yes, and now. I think I stepped away and did not see the um, much of that. So they just spoke uh, so, about it. Yeah. So it's um, there is a trailer for it. 
So the Titanfall guys, that's what it is. So the Titanfall guys. That's right. That's yeah, it's relic. Yeah, or respawn. Yeah, respawn. They're I making like. a a thing, and it's called Jedi Fallen Order, and it's basically it happens in between Episode Three and Episode Four, right? So in between Revenge of the Sith and New I think Hope. so, and um, you're a one of the Padawans who lived, basically. Um. So. Yes, and I think they're taking some cues. I, I've heard some promising stuff. Like they're kind of going back. They looked at um, uh, what was it, Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Academy. Yeah, uh, if anybody remembers, it's a that. good place to go. Um, I mean, which, like that's a good yeah. place to take the Star Wars awesome yeah. lightsaber fighting stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I'm interested. Uh, you know, those guys make good games, and this the weird shit they that do. they did with Titanfall's like campaign, like makes me think that th- those dudes should be making more single player experiences go for it do it you know totally it'll be sweet i honestly would have preferred another titanfall uh to more star wars stuff because there's too much star wars stuff right now yeah, for me but uh, I, I would i would maybe agree but I, I think it's probably a little too early for another titanfall right like i think they have to let titan it probably is yeah that. um uh, plus like you can't just churn out something like that quickly like you i mean to think of a bunch of cool shit, like you have to actually have time to think about it, right? Like, so you do, um, yep, and test it, and yeah. So, I totally understand, but I'm just saying, you know, personally, I mean, yeah. it's like, uh, like I'm just, I'm Star Wars out right now. I, I know a, a lot of people too. aren't, but I, I'm just kind of, t- I haven't seen Solo, and I, we, we went and saw Solo, and it was good, but I'm kind of like, you know what? I could have maybe waited till Christmas to see this, and I probably yeah. would have liked it more. So, you know, like that, that's what I think, right, you know, they're trying to solve the issue that we'll do it a little quick aside, but they're trying to solve why solo nobody went and saw it. And it's like, well, because it's not Christmas time. We don't see Star Wars. Movies we don't see them. And they're like, but Rogue One. And I'm like, yeah, Rogue One was a new thing. Like you were hot off like Star Wars. You hadn't made movies in a long time. Right. So this one had three movies before it. And, yeah. you know, and uh, if they had waited on that movie till it Christmas, it would like have, it would have awfully greedy with done a huge yeah. thing. And like, but instead they just turned it out because it's a good movie. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll eventually see it. But I mean, it's just like, it's a lot of Star Wars. So much. There's so much Star Wars. All the wars and all the stars. I'm I'm stoked to see another respawn game because I think everything that I've touched that they've made has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, all of that has been up till now Titanfall. Yep. So, um, so that's what I would have liked to see. But yeah, uh, this will be one to keep an eye yeah, on. Yeah, sure. I'll check it out. I'm sure it'll be good. So, uh, uh, the new FIFA does look really good. By the way, I thought yeah, that they always do. Was <laughs> yep, they do. <laughs> they always do. It, it just it's a it's a good looking EA yeah. sports game. So yeah, it's gonna look great. Um, yeah, so that that was Microsoft. They did a good job. So let's go to you know what I want to talk, let's talk about Nintendo next. Um, okay, because I feel like Nintendo uh, the Smash Brothers show. Yeah, the Smash Brothers. So basically, the Nintendo Direct for Smash Brothers. Um, people. So yes, there is a Smash Brothers. Okay. Yes. Mo- it, moving what's on. What's it to, called? Is it Smash Brothers Ultimate or? I yeah. don't know. Ultimate. Yeah, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> Something. Okay. Sure. I have no interest in Smash Brothers. Great. I'm glad that it exists and I'm happy that people are pumped and whatever. All right. Um, 
It's going to have every single character that's ever appeared in uh, Smash Brothers up until now. Um, so yeah, be excited. Whoop. Okay, we don't understand it, so we're going to move yep, on. Yep, um, they're making another Mario Party. Yeah. <sighs> Do we need? I guess we did need another Mario Party. I guess it's time, but. I mean, I get with the like they they really want the Switch to be a social thing, mm-hmm. so yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except Mario Party, I don't know. My uh, experience with Mario Party has generally been watching Dan Reichert make the other giant bomb people play it, and it seems to make them real sad. That's a, so that makes that's I, what I, Mario Party does. It makes everyone real sad. So <laughs> I like, just don't understand it really. Um, so it, yeah. It's kind of like why people like, at, you know, go and watch The Room and like say that they love that movie. Yeah. It's very similar. You know, it's like, ah, I know this is bad, but I'm in. I bought in, you mm-hmm. know, like, okay. Um, uh, they announced a Fire <laughs> Emblem. Okay. Um, yep. They talked a little bit more. They, they did show a little bit of the Pokemon game. And then Fortnite, Fortnite's on yeah. the Switch. Oh, you know, Fortnite on Switch. We knew that was coming. Yep. Or they, but you can't yeah. play it cross, like you can't connect your account if you've ever used it on PlayStation. Yeah, which is stupid. Um, That's real dumb. Real stupid. Uh, uh, they also released a bunch of indies like yeah, right that, then, which was kind of neat, like Hollow Knight. Uh, that was really awesome. Yep, Hollow Knight's on Switch now, which is great. That's a cool idea. Um, um, I think they did a quick... Like Sushi Striker is out now. Yeah. Uh, I played the demo and that's fun. So yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's like a little puzzle. Else? The, like there was no new Metroid, which I no. was, you know, that would have been cool. But um, yeah, it, it, it was a Nintendo Direct. Yep, Nintendo Direct. It was exactly what I expected it to be. Nothing new. I think a lot of people are going to be very sad and upset that Animal Crossing isn't getting announced. But that's a next year thing, folks. Definitely, it's not going to happen till mm-hmm. if at the very earliest, maybe toward the end of this year. It's not happening. Like they're, I mean, and that's kind of, I figure like they're not going to cross their Pokemon and Animal Crossing streams. If they make it at all, because you remember the, the point of these things is for them to test. They've said this before, like we are making mobile games to test whether we should make the full versions of these things. Like we're gauging interest and like the thirst of the audience, right? I don't know how well that Animal Crossing yeah. thing did. So if, if it didn't go great, yeah, I haven't, I mean, it, you know, everybody was kind of stoked about it for the first week or so that it was mm-hmm. out. And then I didn't hear all I'm, all I'm anybody hearing is really that, continuing. To so fire about. emblem came out the, the mobile fire emblem game out what last February. Right. And then the new fire emblem for the switch is coming out some point this year. Right. So, if you take I, that math yeah, and you, right. you you expound that out, we're looking at about a year, right? A little less than a year okay. for an Animal Crossing. So if, if they stay to that sort of cycle of we release a mobile thing, then we release a full game. Um, so it's going to be a while, people. Calm down. They're going to make an Animal yep. Crossing. It's It'll be, be okay. okay. Like. Yeah, I said like people learning to jump off a bridge on Twitter because they didn't like announce an Animal Crossing. I'm like, it's fine, it's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> They're gonna th- yeah. Every wow. single property they have is gonna be on the Switch. Everyone, even Metroid. Even Metroid. Don't worry. Hopefully, it's gonna happen. Like it's just yeah. it. It'll take a while. They gotta run it out. All right. They gotta run that bad boy out as long as they can. <laughs> um. Yeah. 
So yeah, that was Nintendo. So the last so, one is Sony. Yes, which uh, it began weird. Um, they kind of herded everybody into this uh, pop-up structure uh, that was kind of it looked a little bit like a uh, um, like a rural church, you know, with uh, set up for maybe a, a dance or something like that, with the uh, the lights kind of strung from the uh, the ceiling, um, and they. Um, they had a guy come out and play banjo for a little bit. Uh, everybody's very confused, but it was, of course, uh, you know, a, a build-up for um, the new trailer for The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, which uh, looks excellent. So um, it does. It'll yeah. be great. Naughty Dog is. They make good video games. Yeah, they, <laughs> and the, yeah. the, the, so this is the thing that like bugged me about Sony's press conference. In contrast to the other ones that we've talked mm-hmm. about so far, is that they just. Like they didn't have a whole lot to talk about, mm-hmm. but they padded it out over like oh, yeah. an hour and a half. Yep. And so they were in no hurry to get going or to show off new stuff. And it just felt like they were kind of jerking us around yep. for a while. They were the uh, anti square. That, that was irritating. Um, yeah. They just so. like, I mean, uh, again, the death, death stranding continues to be the powerhouse of, of game shows that it, yeah. that it is, it was acquired to be, you know, <laughs> who knows what the hell it is. Yeah. Uh, well, we're starting uh, to see what it is now. Some... Like, I mean, you're kind of seeing what it yeah, is. It's uh, Norman Reedus uh, backpack. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's, it's so. delivery. He says he's a delivery. He makes deliveries. That's what he, that's what yeah. you do. So you see him trudging across Greenland or something yeah. uh, with various things strapped to his back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, he there's, pulls his thumb off his, his toenail off when a very graphic oh yeah uncomfortable scene that was rough um he does have some kind of baby powered battery of some kind i yeah that's that's still there um and And then we saw a girl to see any more some of my weird there's a girl character flesh colored grub Grub? whatever that was um uh, yep very uncomfortable and she had the world's least practical umbrella yeah Um, um what else happened? Uh, you know, uh, there were the handprint monsters. Yeah, we saw those and again. The right? strange Jim Henson's over-the-shoulder like gooseneck lamps. I that love they that have. thing. That, I, that thing's really I, neat. You know what? That thing is going to be the most recreated cosplay thing that you've ever seen. Because there, you're going to go to Dragon Con like two years from now, and everyone is going to have that thing on their back. Like, be clapping be their like, backpack rah, lights rah, at each rah, other. Yeah, I mean, it's just. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? Like, it's, I'm <laughs> Kojima's Vuvuzela. So fucking in. Like, I love it. Like, I love his brand of weirdness, and I'm just like, yep, great job, Sony. Way to give. Then they just cut that dude a blank check and said, "Make weird shit for us," and he's he is, yep. he is doing it up. Um, uh, the um. A great thing too. I think I said there's a conversation I had on Twitter with somebody where it's like, you know, they're being awful coy about, you know, revealing details about Death Stranding. And it's funny because you, like, what are they worried about? You can't spoil the game. Like, you can't spoil Kojima games. Even if you play through the entire thing, you couldn't yeah, you spoil have, it. I you mean, would have no so, idea what. You don't even no understand, you don't understand the story so. anyway. Like, what are you worried about? Yeah, yeah. So don't worry about it. No, it's, it's fine. fine. Like, I, I bet that most of this stuff that we're seeing currently is not going to be in the game. I think that all of these. I would not be surprised. Once I would. I would be amazed if Guillermo del Toro's in the game. I would be amazed if, like, I. Who knows, man? 
Like I, I said on Twitter that I want the game to be four to five hours of actual gameplay and about four to five hours of cutscenes. And I'm in. Sure. I'll pay sixty dollars right. for that. Like give it to me. Like I'm fine with that. Like I am in for the cutscene silliness, you know, give me Metal Gear Four, I'll just watch it and just like live in the strangeness and that's fine with me. Um Yeah. Like I mean, I would love to see some gigantic systems-driven thing, but it seems a lot like he's got to build into that man. Straightforward like, narrative. It took a yeah, while absolutely. for him to get so. to that point with Metal Gear, um, but who knows? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it is. So I, mm-hmm. I well, jeez. I mean, anybody's guess at this point. It could be a match three game at this point in time. Uh, who? I mean, we have you're no doing clue. some walking. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> you're going to be walking uh, with our friend Norman Reedus. Yeah, Goofy baby in a jar. Um, so yeah, uh, anything else that stood out for you at Sony? I mean, Ori, Neo Two. I was excited about Forest, Ori, which I think was in mm-hmm. Sony, wasn't it? Ori, t- was that it? I believe uh, so. That God, game, that those are looks so gorgeous. It looks games. even better. Like I didn't think that they could make that game look better, unbelievably. It still, it yeah. still looks beautiful. Like it's even better looking than the first one. Um, yeah, so that looks awesome. I'll play that. Um, I loved the first one. Um, I uh, I was really impressed with uh, the the teaser for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, um, which is a another feudal Japan game. Yeah, I'm uh, in for which, that. Like the I what was it? Another thing on I, I it was the stab tech that they have developed at uh, over there is uh, very advanced because uh, the the Last of Us Part Two. I mean, where the combat sequence begins, it's Ellie mm-hmm. really horrifically knifing somebody in the neck. Yeah. Uh, and then in Ghost of Tsushima, it, there's this fight that happens. It, it, the setting is the Mongol invasion of Japan. And this guy who looks like a ronin or a samurai kind of in the um, uh, uh, Kurosawa sort of vein uh, comes across these raiders. And one, you know, kind of challenges him and steps to him. And he just, it, the fight starts, he steps by the, 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 the bad guy, one slice and uh, the dude's dead. I mean, mm-hmm. it just opens him up, uh, which I imagine is how those things kind of went. Yeah, it's so they, very uh, Bushido Blade esque. Um, very, very. Yeah. You know, so it, I'm in. You know, I'm I'm always down for a good video game sword fight. Yep, so me too. Uh, that looks pretty rad. I'm down for uh, for everything they're throwing. I mean, there's mostly nothing at this show that I'm just like, eh, I'm not interested in that. Like. Not, not a ton like that I saw that I was just like, ah, I have no interest in playing that at all. Oh, Spider-Man. They showed more Spider-Man, of course. Um, yep. Yep. Spider-Man looks incredible. That looks good. And it, it's going to be good. Yep. Um, I think everybody has seen a ton of Spider-Man at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think they're hopefully we'll get to talk to Jermaine about that. Yeah. And maybe he's had some hands on time at the, on um, the show floor. So. Um, cause that like the big draw there is going to be traversal cause it looks yeah. like just swinging around on webs in this one looks like that's, I could just do that for an hour or so. Yeah. Cause it looks, it just looks fun. Oh, and, uh, was so, and then resident evil two. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah the, was the there. remake. Yep. That looks cool. Um, I'm in, I'm in for that as well. I was, so. they started that, uh, that trailer was great. Uh, it started off from the point of view of a rat on the floor. <laughs> So I was hoping it was going to be Pizza Rat the game, but nope. no, it was uh, Resident Evil 2. Yeah, sadly. But 
you know, I guess I guess that'll work. We haven't got our pizza. Still rat no game pizza yet. rat, but yeah, that's fine. We'll hold out. Maybe next year. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like it's going to be a legit remake uh, too. Like people say, just the leaking stuff that I've heard from not leaks, but you know, just yeah, people talking about uh, checking it out at the show have said it feels pretty great. So um, the shooting uh, they say is kind of reminiscent of Resident Evil Four, mm-hmm. but just more satisfying and uh you know you pop a headshot and it's that's my resident evil i'm in like i will totally play that so cool so yeah e3 is back nice e3 is back it's back baby back i mean video games are good again good i'm kind of jealous that i didn't go this year because like normally like the last this is the first e3 in a long time that i was like man i would have loved to go to this e3 um I have not been to E3, but it just like I was thinking about this earlier today, this is the first time, like I've always watched, you know, the you know, sure. showcases and everything, but this is the first time it's felt like I made a big mistake by not going. I, same here. Like I always watch it and I'm like, well, okay, yeah, I have no desire to go to that. And then just every time. And I'm like, meh. And then this time I'm like, man, I wish I was at E3. <laughs> oh, probably would have been cool. Maybe next year. So. But we will, we'll, we'll definitely be hearing, um, uh, some uh, first-hand impressions when uh, Jermaine gets back next yep. week. So everybody so join us next I'm week. Forward to that. Where Jermaine, anything, any anything that we didn't cover? I think we kind of got through it all. Uh, but I mean, other than I mean, always uh, want to leave people with some good advice, like stay hydrated. Yeah, stay hydrated. Um, you know, um, stay off Twitter. Delete your Facebook. Change the batteries in your. Yeah, don't don't use Twitter and uh, change the batteries in your smoke yeah. detectors. Delete your Facebook. Hit the gym. So, lawyer up yeah there you go Um, and then (laughs) this is a good advice podcast now (laughs) all right well that's it so where if they want to hear more about these twitter conversations that you've been telling where where can they find you Uh, they can find me on twitter at i boudreau um easiest way to figure out how to spell that is to look in the notes below this uh episode wherever you're listening to it yeah. Or on the site at uh, VGWAM.com. Hey, that would be great. And you can find me. How about you, man? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Michael underscore underscore Benson on Twitter. Um, and I'm always tweeting something there. So I'd love love to talk to you. So that is VGWAM episode 14. Uh, if you have a question for the show, please send it into questions at VGWAM.com. We'd love to answer it. And uh, that's going to be it. Back again next week with firsthand on the street in the room accounts of E3 with Jermaine, the whole crew back again. Gonzo E3 yeah, journalism. Paul. Yeah. And in the meantime, we can, uh, yeah, the, you can check out the Instagram cause he'll be, uh, uploading pictures and stuff like that. From oh yeah. He absolutely has the show. a bunch so. of cool stuff. That overwatch thing that he did is really neat. So yes, go yes. check it out. All right, folks. Good talking to you again. See you soon. Goodbye.